dude. Wait, is this season two? I wasn't even ready yet. So, so what? Do I just insert a hot take here or something? My dude. LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to repeat, but they are going to play the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Championship, and the Jets are going to be in the Super Bowl. You don't get much hot take in that. My dude. Take that, take that, take that. My dude. Brooklyn style, baby. Brooklyn style. My dude. Good evening, and welcome back to another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Tyler T. Toma, Toma, Toma Taylor. We survived. It's another beautiful day here in South Florida. It's, what's today? I don't even know what today is. I forgot already. It's October 12th. 2016, it's 78 degrees down here. It's raining, surprisingly. Not well, not surprisingly. And, 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 you know what I say. You know what I say. Regardless of the time, regardless of the weather, it's always a good time for us to talk some sports. So. Let's start talking. Back at it like a sports fanatic. And I tell you, man, we have a whole lineup ready for you guys. Hey, like the Death Star is rebuilt. Coaches are, are cracking all over the place. We get to talk playoffs and season. Over there is jobs lost. There are cases lost. And if we get time, we actually may get a chance to talk some FSU and Miami. But... I'm not going to waste time today because, as I told you, we when football season comes around, we always have a jam-packed kind of day. So, we don't want to waste any time you know, getting, getting off topic too far today. So, we're we going to go fast. We're going to go hard. We're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're not even going to pause that one. We're just going to run with that one as if it was 100% natural. First thing we get to talk about today is baseball. And, yes, we actually get to talk baseball. And I get to talk about baseball in a light that you guys know... I generally don't talk about baseball in. Because if you, if you listen to the Mighty Sports Podcast, then you happen to know that every once in a while, I tend to get just a little bored with baseball. Just a little bit. Just a tad. So, I may not, I may not give baseball its justice or its due as I normally should. But we're in the playoffs, and you know, like playoffs, playoffs—not like just not regular season, not not the play-in game. But we are one hundred percent in uh, playoffs. Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs. So we have a right to talk about it today, as the Cubs took on the Giants, and this series was already two to one. So, Cubs are looking to eliminate the Giants, San Francisco Giants, that is, if you don't, if you're unaware. They're looking to eliminate the Giants from the playoff hunt so they can move on and play in the National League Championship Series. So, San Francisco finds a way to take the lead early again. As they did in Game 3, that end up pushing for this game, Game 4. So, they take the lead early and they go up 5-2 to two by the bottom of the 5th. And then, unfortunately, the ninth inning comes around. And the ninth inning brings up a weird predicament by the head coach. I don't want to call him the head coach, the skipper, the manager, whatever they like to call him, those guys in baseball. Bochi. In the ninth inning, he takes out a store pitcher. Now, I'm not going to give you names because I don't want you to get tied up with the names more than, more than it is the situation. Your star pitcher is pitching in a playoff game that basically determines your season. And you pull him because he has gotten up to 120 pitches. But earlier in the season, for a game that didn't matter, you let him pitch 140-something pitches 
because he was pitching a no-hitter. I understand why the no-hitter may be great for him personally. The no-hitter doesn't help the team. So why wouldn't he's in a position to pitch more innings and he's doing well, would you not continue to go to him? That is the question that is being, that is trying to be answered today by every single sports fanatic that watched this game last night. As we said, coaches, they blended. They, they cracked underneath some pressure this week. And Bochy is not going to be the only one. We're going we're gonna to talk about some more later. But Bochy in the ninth inning decides to make a series of pitching changes. And these pitching changes basically lead to four runs being brought in in the fourth inning. Which basically means that the Giants lost a game that they were up 5-2 to two in the ninth inning, 6-5. to five. As the Cubs, basically now they wait for the winner between the Dodgers and the Nationals. We're going to play tomorrow at about 8.08, 8.07, depending on how you look at that. But, you know what? Enough baseball. Thank God. But, you know what? I'm sorry. No, I apologize. Not enough baseball. Like. <laughs> there's, there's one other thing about baseball that I do need to mention. And that is Big Cheating Poopy is finally retired. We won't have to see him or worry about him anymore. And now, that is officially enough about baseball. Because... You know me. I'm not going to stick around baseball too long because what we really want, what we really want, what we really want here is football. And we're going to get into basically our picks from last week. Our picks from last week, our picks from last week. If, if you listen to the picks from last week, you did okay. You, you didn't do great. You did okay. So basically, we broke even. We went 7-7. Seven and seven. It, it, was, it was a hard 7-7, seven and seven, which I guess was just one of those weeks because also... And the tracking of the home versus away teams, away teams also won seven of the games last night or last week, which also meant that only seven home teams won. So that also ended up breaking even. And we weren't we weren't too off. There were a couple of surprises. There were, like there were a couple of things that if you really listened to me, then you should have came out on top. You should have came out on top if you were listening to me. Like we like I told you, I was gonna give Arizona one more chance, right? I was gonna give them one more chance, like 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 Biggie, and that's what I did. I gave Arizona one more chance over San Francisco, and they came through and they beat and they beat San Francisco. I thought Minnesota's defense was gonna do what Minnesota defense does, and they and they took out Houston. And Houston, Houston's a weird team right now, and Houston, and Houston's gonna be a and it's gonna be hard for me to continue. Like you're gonna hear it. Like I'm I'm probably not gonna be inclined to ever pick Houston again for the rest of the season unless they're playing a team like Cleveland or Miami. Like to be to be one hundred percent honest with you, like like their, their quarterback isn't 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 meshing with the number one wide receiver. Their number one defensive player isn't there. They have all kinds of holes all over the place, and now they're starting to bottle up that running game. Houston is not going to be panning out to be that team that I thought it was, and Minnesota is definitely that defense that we thought that they were, and they took care of business. Now, Indy versus Chicago is the game that we did against the Odd Maker. Yes, you know about the Odd Maker. We've been talking about the Odd Maker for a couple of weeks now. It's the game that we did against the Odd Maker. Now, unfortunately, me and the Odd Maker both pick Indiana. And we both were right. We both happen to be right. Indiana comes away and takes that one at home. As Chicago is starting to go through their dilemma, as it's kind of the same thing going on in Chicago, where that running game is starting to get bottled up a little bit. As I believe they're. Backup quarterback to Jay Cutler is Brian Hoyer, I believe. And Brian Hoyer hasn't quite found or connected with Alshon Jeffrey, which is really weird because when he had Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey, when Brian, when Brian Hoyer played, he geared more towards, towards Alshon Jeffrey. So maybe it isn't necessarily Alshon Jeffrey that he gears into, um, towards. Maybe, maybe it's, it's more towards the number two and number three receiver since they normally have less attention on them. We're going to see. Now, this is one of the ones that, and, 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 I, and I mean it, you know, you know, like. We're going to see. Now, 
the, the, the I picked the Jets to beat the Pittsburgh, to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. And again, this is one of those this is one of those teams. It's one of those games that if you really listen, if you really, 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 really listen to me, then you should have known to pick Pittsburgh here. Because everything that I've, that I've said since the beginning of the season is that Pittsburgh is that team. Pittsburgh is the truth. Pittsburgh is not a team to mess with. Pittsburgh has a top play, has a has a player in a skill has a top ten player in every single skill position that you could, but you could basically think of on offense. So. When I picked the Jets over Pittsburgh, I told you guys that was a heart pick. That was 100% a heart pick. So that should that should have weighed the numbers into your into your favor. That alone should have made you go eight and eight and what's it eight and six? Because I'm gonna justify another one come down the road. Tennessee took care of Miami as as Miami is just as as Miami is just a big old poop fest. I, I wish I had like a pooping sound effect noise because every time I mention the Dolphins, like that's the play, that's the noise that I should make. I should make a big old. Because that is exactly what they're putting up. Like Randy Tannehill, <laughs> it's funny. Randy Tannehill, I'm not gonna lie. I see what he does in the community because I'm local here to South Florida, and I see and, and personally what he does with children that I met, that I know, and how he interacts with them. But as far as a quarterback goes, as far as skills on a quarterback feel like ah, I don't, and, there's nothing, and there's and there's nothing delightful about them. They they are they are a complete poop fest. But they're the Dolphins. What did you expect? They're the team that hasn't found a way to make the playoffs in. We're, I mean, we're going on double-digit years now, or to win a playoff game or some, something of this nature. Like double-digit years now, I believe. I believe. I believe. I may be wrong, but it's, it's long enough. It's long enough. Like good grief. Like get a fan something. Get a people sitting in the roof or sitting in the chair about something. Philly, Philly goes into Detroit and they lose to Detroit, and 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 that was a weird one. And listen, the rookie quarterback can't win them all. Eventually, like. Eventually, experience is gonna have to play for something, and this is a game that like, Matthew Stafford in Detroit at home, his experience, ten years in the league, just ate out, you know, just eked out, eked out the rookie. And then, as I told you, the Death Star has been rebuilt. Tom Brady. <sighs> Tom Brady. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Not again. He comes back. And listen, they do what they did to Cleveland, what they should have done to Cleveland, whether Tom Brady was there or not. It's just that Tom Brady came back and threw like three touchdowns to like one tight end alone, but five, like, it wasn't that many. He only scored like 33 points. But it seemed like he threw three to one tight end, like two to another, and two to a running back. Like, he came out there on fire. He lit the place up and. Telling you guys, if you if if, any, if anybody in my fantasy football league is listening to this, I'm telling you, Martellus Bennett or whatever his name is, is on the trading block, and you guys need to need to be serious about. It. He's gonna be a top ten, if not a top five tight end through the rest of this season. And listen, when it comes to top five ten, I'm telling you, I have three of them. B, I'm telling you, I'm gonna have I'm gonna, I'm gonna have at least three top ten. I have at least three top ten tight ends right now. By the time the season is done, I'm gonna have three of the top five tight ends. I'm just telling you this right now. I'm not gonna tell you again. But what we gonna do real quick? We gonna go to commercial. We gonna pay a couple of bills, and when we come back, we gonna finish up reviewing from last week. We gonna get into some WNBA. We gonna talk about everything. Listen, we got some big things coming on the Mighty Sports Network on, on, on the Mighty Sports Network. Yes, what? Yes, 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 my friends. We're talking about different locations, web pages, all kinds of things. Like you just stay tuned. I'm gonna keep filling you all kinds of news. Let me put you in a game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game, and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multiverse Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. Your games cost money, and you shouldn't feel like just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multiverse Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multiverse has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes, that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xbox in between. They've been family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 
830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sunlight Stadium, $7.90 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget, Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, where you save more so you can play more. We are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you are listening right now, that don't do me right now. That means you are listening live on MixLR. Or, and that's if you're listening right now. Like, we're talking about that 8.15 on October 12th. But that doesn't mean that you can't download this and listen to it later. Just by going down, going to the MixLR app. Listen, don't worry. Pretty soon I'm going to have a better source for you guys to get all this stuff through. So you don't have to, you know, keep jumping through all these loops. But... For now, that's where we at, because that's where we go live at. So to round up the rest of these games, right? Baltimore takes on Washington and, and surprisingly loses, and there's no way for me to explain that whatsoever. Can't explain it. Denver hosts Atlanta, and they lose. And this is another one of those... A little bit of experience. A little bit of... Uh, just a, I mean, I, let's just call it. Let's just call it what it is. The, the defense looked a little tired. A little lethargic. A little slow. Just a little, and and and, and it, was, it was very little. But Atlanta just made big plays. Just just big big plays, and. Julio Jones also exploded. And anytime Julio Jones and Matt Ryan get into that zone where they're basically playing soap on a rope with each other, I don't care how that sounds either. Then you kind of have no chance. Now, I expected Cincinnati to go into Dallas and win. And listen, I was wrong on those three picks. I was wrong on the Baltimore pick. I was wrong on the Denver pick. And I was wrong with Cincinnati going into Dallas and winning. And Dallas, Dallas keeps keeps surprising me. I'm not going to lie because I don't know if they're this successful with Tony Romo. To be 100% honest with you. Say what you will. Say what you must. Like, like give me as many looks as, as, as you want to say. Like, I know I'm, I'm, I know I'm danger zone. I know I'm going into into some dangerous territory here, you know when I talk about the the adult, um the Cowboys fans, but I don't know if Tony Romo, Tony Romo, Tony Romo has some gunslinger in him, which means that he's willing to take a risk. Anytime you're willing to take a risk, it means that you're willing to turn the ball over. And so far, this kid hasn't taken the necessary risk to turn the ball over because they're managing him very well. Also, let's 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 be let's be honest. Let's be real. I still don't have that drop for you, but let's just be honest, let's just be real. That he also probably doesn't have as much of the playbook open to him as Tony Romo would be. So he also doesn't have some of those options to make some of those more riskier passes. Which right now is working out for Dallas. Because what you want based off what they have, they have... They have a good. They, they have a great offensive line that protects the quarterback. They have a decent. They they, they have what they thought was going to be a good running game, and it's, and it's proven to be a good, a good if not above, well above average running game, to go with good receivers. And now you have a quarterback that isn't going to get rid of the ball, and basically an offense that manages the clock and just eats up time. So now your defense isn't out there all the time struggling. And can I mind you, the defense isn't looking half bad, but because they aren't being exposed to short yardage, and multiple possessions after just coming off the field because they're not turning the ball over. Dallas is throwing a surprise me. Oakland beat San Diego. One thing I can say about Oakland is that Oakland has... Oakland is... I guess you could say Oakland has finally learned to win. And that was the number one question that I think that we had coming into this week or coming into this year, I should say, about them is that were they going to be able to learn to win this year? And it seems that they have. And if they have learned to win, they are going to be a threat. They're going to be a threat and they're going to be a problem. 
consistently. Cause now they improved four and one. That's four and one to go along with Denver, who has fallen to four and one. The Patriots, who are also four and one. The LA Rams. Well, LA Rams are not four and one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. LA Rams are four and one because they lost to Buffalo. I had LA Rams to win. They lost to Buffalo, but Buffalo wins their three, their third game in a row. That started with a victory in that's for you, Lou. And that was honestly the only way I was gonna be able to play that bit of sound because I haven't been able to play it in forever because the Jets have not found a way to win in forever. So Buffalo finds a way to go into LA and they beat the Rams. I didn't think it was going to happen because they're flying across the state. And if you ever, anytime you've ever asked me if a team flying across the country is going to win, I'm, I'm generally going to say no, I'm, I'm going to pick against them. Green Bay took care of the Giants. As, as this is another one we picked against the, we picked with the odd maker. And the odd, me and the odd maker picked the Giants on this one and I had Green Bay. This is the only game that me and the odd maker had differently. So... I, I got on I'd make about one game this week. I had Carolina winning in that Monday night game. And if you listen to the podcast, then you, you should have realized very quickly that I made no mention of Cam Newton being injured. And and I didn't even dawn on me. I didn't I didn't remember. I didn't put that into my equation because if I remembered, I probably would not have picked him to win because I have high praise for James Winston. I do. Like he he's not quite there yet, but I have high praise in James Winston. James Winston by year four, year five, if he's still in the league and he's still a starting quarterback, he's going to be a problem. If he's still in the league and he's, and he's, still, a, he's still a productive starting quarterback, I think he's going to be a problem. He, he's just one of them guys. I don't know. I'm, I, I, plus, I want to see it. I kind of want to see it. I want to see, see what happens. And as I told you guys, I always have a game on in the background, right, so we can get some kind of breaking news whenever we need to. Well, we don't have the kind of breaking news today that's going to happen because of the game because... The only thing I could find that was on live is, is Appalachian State versus Louisiana Lafayette. And nothing, nothing nothing about that game intrigues me. So I am watching Army take on Duke. And Duke is right now up on the Army 7 to nothing with 5.15 left in the first quarter. And if the Army is in gold, which I'm pretty sure they are, and they have players on the sideline already looking gas. Let's hurry up and get through this. Because I told you, we have a lot of stuff to get through today. And this is not supposed to take two segments. Not at all. But, yeah, that's probably the last, the last one. If you had Carolina, if you picked Carolina, you should have noticed I didn't, I didn't take that into consideration. So, note that we are going to take a, a lot more things into consideration this week. And we're going to make sure that we, that we try to get, get up all of the factors. So, that, so we can pick these pictures a little bit better. As we switch gears, all right, because I, I, I told you, right, right now, right now, right now, you know, we, we kind of talking. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Yeah, we're talking playoffs, but we're not talking playoffs for the NFL. You know, we were talking playoffs about, the, about baseball earlier, but baseball is the only, is the, is the only league in, in the playoffs right now. Currently... Right now, as it stands, the WNBA, as you know, is, 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 is in the midst of their WNBA final. And if you've missed it, right? So right now, the WNBA finals is between the LA Sparks and the Minnesota Lynx. And since we've spoken, two games have gone on so far. Right? So game one, basically... I hate to say basically. This one actually may be for you, Nat. So game one, the LA Sparks stole. They steal game one in Minnesota behind 19 points from Talava and Og Wamiki. Who also added nine boards. Minnesota fought Losing only by two points, as they got, as the LA got, as the Minnesota, as Minnesota got, 18 points from Whalen, fouls who also produced 13 boards, 
and also 18 points from the one and only Maya Moore. Game two between LA and Minnesota wasn't so close. Minnesota won that contest 79 to 60. Maya Moore led all scores this evening. 21 points. So right now we have a series tied for the WNBA Finals at one apiece as we prepare for game three. And as we switch over, as we continue talking basketball, right, we're going to switch over to some NBA news, right? And the news about the NBA is that it's preseason. And to be honest with you, no one cares. I mean, there's a few things that happened. Derrick Rose, his case was not thrown out as a mistrial. Once again, if you're unaware of Derrick Rose's case, Derrick Rose is currently being sued for a gang raping. And, and, I, and I don't understand how he's even still playing, to be honest with you. Like, I, I can't even show bots from one of my own players. I don't understand how, how, how he's still playing. Like, he should, like, but it's a civil suit. Criminal suit has already been settled. Whatever happened in the criminal suit, something went away. All right? Basically, like, there was some Mike Tyson, you know, I'm coming to your, to your hotel for some milk and cookies kind of text going on that may have loosened, you know, the... I don't know what you say, credibility, but the evidence, you know, guilty without a reasonable doubt kind of thing for a criminal case. But right now she's going through a civil case. I think it's like a $21 million civil case. Basically, she's asking for one year's pay, which, which is absolutely irrelevant. I'm just giving you the equivalent to basically what she's asking to what Derek Rose is as a person, stature as a person, what he makes. Couple of injuries in the WNBA. I'm, I'm sorry, in the NBA, and kind of very unfortunate injuries, right? As these guys, as a lot of these guys are going to start fading away, you know, very soon. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is injured again, and Anthony Davis has to be Anthony Davis. I'm telling you right now. Like, let's let's. <laughs> Maybe I should have made a segment for this because Anthony Davis is very quickly becoming on my watch list as one of the greatest busts of all time. For a guy that came, that was drafted so high by New Orleans to help um, shape a franchise, after being injured in his second season and barely getting any play, he gets a contract extension while barely playing for $150 million over five years? $30 million a year, right? Yeah. $150 million over five years. And he was still barely playing. Like, they keep giving this guy, like, like he basically, he, he got $150 million guaranteed off, off, off of potential after he showed no potential during his rookie initial contract. And here he comes back again, injured again. Yeah, I know you hear it in my tone. Anthony Davis is very quickly getting on my shit list. And, 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 and there it goes. But he is, 100%. Like, he is definitely on, on, on my ish list. And I'm gonna, it's going to be interesting to see like, whatever he, if he ever manages to become an assault because... Reggie Jackson is out injured with 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 uh, with knee and thumb injuries. Gordon Hayward he broke his finger uh, for Utah as he's a key point into their scoring. He's a six nine small forward that just he, he just produces matchup problems. <laughs> ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. The same Ben Simmons that I was curious about. Or our, our drew red flags to me, just based off of the simple fact that he couldn't bring his team to an NCAA tournament and his team was unwilling to play in the NIT tournament. Now this Ben Simmons, 
is out with foot surgery, and he may miss the whole season. So what does this mean again? The 76ers, once again, may get a number one pick. Medical cannabis and its 500 naturally occurring compounds are treating dozens of diseases and symptoms. Like its symphony, cannabis compounds perform better when they work together. This is known as the entourage effect. The two most well-known cannabinoids are THC and CBD. We have to say yes to adequate levels of not only CBD, but THC and other cannabinoids. Support medical cannabis legislation in Florida that allows regulated access to the many benefits of this life-changing plant. And we are back with the My T Sports Podcast. Again, yeah, I'm, the, I'm destroying the studio. I'm knocking stuff over. Like, I almost spilled the drink on the board. That would have been no bueno. That's why they tell you don't bring drinks in the studio. But does anybody, do I listen? Does anybody listen? Like, that's really, that's something weird, isn't it? Like, that has to go on, like, in the radio world, which probably you guys haven't, don't even care about. I don't think anybody in the radio world ever listens to don't bring drinks in the studio because, honestly, it's kind of counterproductive. How do you expect anybody to sit there and talk for an hour, two hours, three hours, four hours? Without having some kind of beverage in the studio. I don't get it. I don't get it. So. We continue on. And we get into week six of the NFL. And. The week six is, is, is pretty much. You're going to have to go back and listen to. Those playoff predictions. Again. To see. Which one of these teams are making it. Which one of these teams aren't making it. But we'll tell you who, who isn't going to make it this week. Minnesota and Tampa Bay. Those are this week's bars. Let's get that out of the way right now. Right now. And, and, and we're good this week. This, this is for fantasy. This, this, like these bye week things. Me telling you this is more for fantasy football purposes more than anything else. So, so for you fantasy, you know, for, for you guys. But I got to know what, what your fantasy All right. Stay away from Minnesota and Tampa Bay players. But listen, this is a good week. It's only two, it's only two teams. It's not like last week when we had... Jacksonville, Kansas City, what, Seattle, New Orleans out last week. Or even what's coming up in like week 8 and week 9. Like those are going to be some horrendous weeks. Beware week 8 and week 9. So, as week 6 starts off. Alright, we have Denver going into San Diego. Take on Phillip Rivers and the Chargers. And um, let's just let's let's just call it what it is. We expect Denver's defense to do what Denver's defense does. D- Denver's defense is Denver's D. Now the thing here is that Philip Rivers could go into gunslinger mode and start connecting at any point in time that he wants to, but will he? Because this year he's been struggling, and if, and if and and if, and if you can read between the lines, or if you can read lips properly. His team has been the bad news beers. So let's say that Thursday night game, short game for everybody, where generally defense travels better than offense. Let's see if Denver's defense can also make up for last week's loss because you have to figure that after being lit up by by Matty Ice. Matt, is that his name? Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan? Something like that. And Atlanta, that they would come back with a little bit more focus when they play in San Diego. So they're definitely gonna take off. Is gonna take on. Is gonna take on Washington. Are they gonna go into Washington and take them on? And this is one of those rival games that's gonna be on the road. And I'm gonna pick the away team to win here. I mean, we gonna we gonna go with Philly. We gonna go with Philly just a little bit. I want I want to I want to see if Philly can continue. And and, and I know. And I know the Cowboy fans out there are looking at me like, uh, you know, screw you and your Philly pick. And I know the <laughs> I know the Giants fans are looking at me like, eh, screw you and your Philly pick. But I have to pick somebody. Like they're both both teams are in your division. This is this is this is a division rivalry game between Philly and Washington. And I don't I don't see Kirk Cousins asking Ben asking anybody if they like that this year because nobody is liking what they're putting up. Josh Norman is getting burnt all over the place. 
We're not seeing Deshaun Jackson um, put up any kind of numbers. And Kirk Cousins is looking like... Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. So... As this vision game goes on... Goes on... We're going to pick Philly to come out on this one. Philly to go on the road. Well, and, and, and we're going to pick a couple of road teams in, in the beginning. That's how we're going to pick this next road team to win. We're going to pick Pittsburgh to beat Miami. And just for the simple fact, let's, let's just be real simple. I'm going I'm to give you this formula, right? This is going to be the most intricate formula that I've ever used to pick a winner. Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. And the Dolphins are the Dolphins. <laughs> I, I don't know what else you need me to say. Like you, you just heard me two segments ago. Just talk about talk about uh, what happened with with the Dolphins. Like, like we literally talk about 24 minutes ago. You heard me talk about how bad the Dolphins are. How how how, how much of a shit show they are. Like like, like how 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 horrific. Like they they have just been looked like. You, you thought it was supposed to be cool. And listen, I don't have a lot of room to talk because the Jets for uh, as a team that actually has has targets and has potential, they aren't doing any better either. But that also goes to show you that we're both playing bad divisions. <laughs> that the only team that is really that is really shining out of all of this is, is New England, surprisingly. Like New England without their quarterback is playing all the teams that's supposed to be hard, and they're, and they're mowing through them. And now they finally get the old. Now they finally get old laser eyes back. Oh, Mr. Ugbutt over there. Doing commercials, doing nothing. Can't stand that guy. I mean, like just. But I'm picking Pittsburgh to to come down here to to Miami and put on a show. So if you are a Dolphins fan, you should go see this game now. It's now. I'm not gonna lie to you. If you're a Dolphins fan. If you're a sensitive Dolphins fan, I'm not gonna call any names on this one. If you're a sensitive Dolphins fan, do not go to this game. I'm gonna warn you now because South Florida is one of those places that has a lot of displaced fan bases. New York, Pittsburgh, and Dallas. It's three of the major ones you can think of. So when you go to this game, it's like going to a Jets game. It's gonna be like going to them Cowboys game. May even be like going to the to, to the New England games. I don't know how those games are because I don't go. I've never seen any of those games. So I'm expecting it to be damn near 50-50 in the crowd, which means that if you're a sensitive Dolphins fan, it's not gonna get that you're gonna want to go to. You, you're gonna get your feelings hurt. Like I'm, I'm looking at this game to be like 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 48 to three. I may be exaggerating a little bit, but we don't see. Jacksonville take, um, goes into Chicago to take them on. And this is going to be the first game of the evening that we do with the odd maker. Do I feel lucky? What do you think? Where's the money? You like that? That feels good? That feels good? Where's the money, man? Where's my money? You got till five o'clock, you hear me? You got till five o'clock! You freaking psychopath! Yeah, clean yourself up. But as you know, it's, it's well past five o'clock here. And you're gonna have your picks well before five o'clock tomorrow. So, we are gonna give the odd maker a quick flip. We're gonna see who the odd maker likes between Jacksonville and Chicago. And the odd maker has picked Chicago. Now this game is weird for me, right? This game is this game is weird for me because Chicago, I st you're still trying to figure out who they are. As I told you earlier, that they lost their quarterback. The quarterback isn't isn't gelling well with the number one wide receiver. The running game is getting stifled a little bit because of this. And it makes you wonder how many games can Chicago eke out under these conditions. 
But then they play in Jacksonville. And Jacksonville continues to be the team that we don't know if they have figured out how to win. We've been saying now for like two years now. Basically, for only one year shorter than we've been talking about Oakland now. So let's, let's keep a, little things, a few things in perspective. Only one year shorter than we've been talking about Oakland. So that's, that may be the only difference. It's one year more of experience with this much talent that, that is constantly being looked at to take the next step. But... Can T.J. Yeldon and Allen and Hearns and, is it Bortles? Who, I'm trying to remember if I hear about Bortles being any, being that much greater than Tannehill at times. But, as of right now, he's given more, he, him and his team is given more upside than Tannehill is being given with the Dolphins. As the, I don't understand what's going on with the Dolphins. Like every year, it seems like they find a way to like, just, just just to misuse talent. I mean, yeah, the Jets at least like at least the, like the Jets get your hopes up a little bit. Like you guys just kill it for like the beginning of the season. Like just, pfft, just drop bombs over Baghdad. I'm gonna go with Jacksonville on this one. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the away team for a fourth straight game. I'm probably gonna be wrong on this one. Probably gonna be wrong on this. It's probably with me and the odd makers. Probably gonna take that split at. But I'm gonna have to. But I'm gonna have to take Jacksonville. There's there's still something, still something odd about Chicago that I'm, I'm still trying to figure out as as I watch them throughout the season, as I see them function without without Jay Cutler again for another week. I want to see what they manifested. That they need a quarterback. And the thing about it that there are quarterbacks out there to get that are nice and young, if you're willing to take the chance on it, because. We've seen some of these veteran quarterbacks out here, and we keep like they keep getting called up to do nothing. Like they seriously keep getting called up to to, to take up space. When you have all these young guys out there that, that should get a chance somewhere, they should get a chance somewhere, but they're not. New York, I think, is starting to become one of those places where they may need to consider. Going with some young talent. But we're not going to jump the gun yet because New York does not play until Monday night. So they're going to be the very last game we talk about today. Whew. <laughs> that just means I get to go into an extended Jets soliloquy. Cincinnati goes into New England to take on New Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. And I am picking Cincinnati just because I have hatred in my heart for New England. So, if you're listening to this, and you're basing your picks off of this, you should pick New England. But I'm going to say Cincinnati. And I'm also going to say Zaza Pachulia. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. That's really only funny to like about four of us. <laughs> and, and only two of them listen. Well, one is well, one is me. And the other one listens. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry. So sidetracked. Next up we have Buffalo taking on. San Francisco. San Francisco flies into town. And I'm gonna buy into I'm gonna buy into the Rex Ryan hype and this and this win streak that they have going on. Only because San Francisco was as I already told you, San Francisco was coming into is flying into town is flying into town all the way from across the country. They're doing a quarterback change. Colin Kaepernick hasn't really played yet. If he is gonna finally be playing, and thank God he finally got a chance here. He hasn't had a chance to play all season, so he's finally gonna get opportunity. So he's gonna have a little bit of rust. Also, he doesn't throw a very Soft ball. He has no touch on anything that he does. So, I'm going to pick Buffalo to motivate themselves to get... And I say motivate because anytime I see Rex Ryan get a win, it's, it's, it's out of pure motivation and it's not out of skill. Because you know, cause you know, what, it, you know what does take skill? It takes skill trying to figure out what to do on a Friday. 
So I'm gonna tell you what you do. You stop worrying, you stop thinking. You head out to Capone's nightclub. That's downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you're gonna find DJ Scepter mixing in the lounge room. So you can start your dancing and start drinking. Or listen, off all, if you're a little shy, you can start drinking first and take another drink and another drink and another drink, then get your dance on. Well, you make sure whatever you do, you do this with DJ Seth. This is every single Friday from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy fellows, you bring your swag. It's going down a Capone. Yes, wait, there's more. There's always more. If you're trying to figure out what to do on a Wednesday, go find DJ Seth out on Mallets. That's on 441 between Coconut Creek and Roll Palm. He'll be there from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Yes, if you're listening live, that is too night. DJ Scepter, listen, he's going to be playing everywhere that you want to be. Birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, kinksnader, bachelor and bachelor party. Yes, he'll even DJ on a boat. DJ Scepter is putting a royal touch on everything. For reservations, go to bookings at djscepter.com and get turned all the way up. We are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Talon D. Tomatella. Why do you call me Tomatella? Because all I do is... <laughs> you'll, you'll get it one day. But we're back, and we're going to finish up these NFL picks. Right, as Now we have New York Giants. New York Giants are going to host Baltimore Ravens. And... This is, this, this is kind of a hard pick. This is kind of a hard pick. I'm going to pick the Giants over Baltimore. This is, this is slightly a hard pick. Only because if the Jets are going to have any kind of hope to make a playoff spot, they're going to need teams like Baltimore to just to find a couple of hiccups every once in a while. But more than anything, way, way more. And, and that's a slim chance. Slim, 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 slim chance. Like I said, I need teams like Baltimore to lose. And also, I'm a New Yorker, so I kind of lean towards New York Giants. Right? But that's really all it is. Because I want that wild card spot. There's no rhyme. There's no reason. I'm a New Yorker. I want, that wild, I want, I want the Giants to win. I want a wild card spot for the Jets. This, this place two, um two roles. You're going to come to the Giants in, in, into MetLife Arena. You know, into JetBlue Stadium. And... I think the Giants' offense has been stagnant for enough weeks that hopefully they can get the ball rolling. We saw last week the overutilization of Odell Beckham was not the answer. We saw the week before the underutilization of Odell Beckham was, wasn't the answer. So now that we've done my porridge is too hot and my porridge is too cold, let's see if we can find some shit that is just right. Next we have LA coming to fly into Detroit. And as I said, I would like teams that fly across the country. So I'm a, that's, listen, it's only because... That they're flying across the country while I'm picking Detroit o- o- over L.A. Matthew Stafford, the Dome, you know, L.A. Rams flying across town. That traveling defense, that traveling defense, though. That traveling defense and Matthew Stafford, not Matthew Stafford, but um, what is this guy's name? We're not going to sit here too long on his name. But you know, you know what I'm talking about. The guy that L.A. The LA Rams traded the number one pick for. To, from No, actually, what am I saying? He's in Minnesota. He's not in L.A. He got traded already. Sam Bradford is the guy I was thinking about. So, L.A. is playing with their rookie quarterback, I believe. No, no, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. Rookie quarterback's still sitting out. So, I have no reason to pick L.A. There you go. There's nothing about them that I, I don't know how L.A. is winning, to be honest with you. L.A. won a couple of games because they had some good defense. I, don't, I, still, I still can't explain how L.A. is winning. I also don't see enough games to explain how L.A. is winning. Next is going to be Carolina versus New Orleans, and we're going to see. Seriously. I have New Orleans coming out of this game, basically division game, 
Dome, Drew Brees. And I don't know how Cam Newton is going to be. Um, Cam Newton may come back. He may not come back. But also, they don't have Josh Newman anymore. And in a game that I think is potentially going to be is going to be a shootout, if there's anybody that I have to... I have to expect he's gonna win a shootout. Is Drew Brees like Drew Brees? Is like he's not the gunslinger. He's a sniper. He's that dude. Like Kansas City um, fly comes and flies into Oakland, and I expect Oakland to win. Because, uh, Oakland, Oakland has found what's now considered, I guess, a winning formula. De- decent defense, solidified by Mac, a couple of um, a, a couple of the um, DNs, defensive backs. They have Cooper and a couple of pieces on offense. Decent running game. I'm um, a quarterback that is complete opposite of his brother and Carr, which, which, which is so much. I have to remember, such a funny thing. Such, such, such a funny thing. You remember Derek Carr's um, draft stock falling only because of the fact that his brother sucked. And now look at him. Dallas goes into Green Bay. And I have Dallas winning this game. And to be honest with you, it's going to be one of the six. I'm buying into the hype. I am buying into the hype. Like, like, Aaron Rodgers may be like the next best thing since, since Brett Favre. You know, that can throw any kind of ball. And he may do all of these incredible things. But... They also don't have a defense there. And the last time I do remember them winning anything, they had Charles Woodson in that. They had, they had not only did they have people get into the pass, get into the quarterback, they also had Charles Woodson in that backfield picking up everything that that quarterback's tested him with. Or knocking down everything that the quarterback tested him with. They don't have that anymore. All they have now is Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson. And Clay Matthews swinging his hair around, making commercials, breaking glass. So I'm I'm believing the hype. I'm a believing the hype of the big blue and the Dallas Cowboys and that and that and that and 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 that and that Prescott and the no turnovers and, and the rookie quarterback and the rookie running back and the, and the, and the, and the injured not injured but injured Des Bryant and we and that offensive line and we gonna see what happens and what comes out of there. I'm picking. I'm, I'm hopping on. And just like how I'm buying the hype with Dallas, I'm not buying the hype with Atlanta. As Atlanta goes into play Seattle and I expect Seattle to whoop that ass. I mean, whoop that candy ass as if they were rock and he was playing the smack gun on somebody. I'm telling you right now, you know, you know for a fact that Seattle's defense, Sherman, Ed, uh, Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman, who, listen, that even though he doesn't, even though he doesn't, he, he really gets talked about anymore because he's not making that much noise anymore. Richard Sherman for like the last five years has been the number one defensive back in the league. Just saying, just saying. Granted, you know he got burned in that play of New England. That's because, that's because Bill Belichick is is is, is the best cheatingest coach of all time, and he knew how to get that pass there. He knew how to get it. Well, you know, how to intercept the pass and burn. You know, show him in a couple of places. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the little bit of five months. Maybe just go to the station and just do it. <laughs> I sound like I sound like 2016 rappers. <laughs> So I expect Seattle to take on. To, I expect Seattle's defense to take on the task to get to Matt Ryan and to shut down Atlanta's offensive game. Because remember, this is still the Legion of Boom with the thirteen man, and when the Legion of Boom comes out to play, they come out to play hard, and they still have Super Bowl quarterback Russell Wilson. That even on a bad leg is looking better than at least 20 of the quarterbacks in the league. Granted, it was against the Jets. He still looked better than 20 of the quarterbacks in the league. And on top of it, he's finally connecting with Jimmy Graham. Who is second year removed off of his knee injury. In the year that they said, oh... This is now where you should be coming back and start, now starting to get into the physical things, of, get into the swing of things because not only have you tested your, your, your physical limitations, but you've allowed yourself to go through some, some, some bumps, some bruises, some bangs to solidify in your head mentally that you can still do what you used to do before 
And now we see another short quarterback utilizing Jimmy Graham like a top five wide receiver. Houston has way too many problems for me to want to even have to get into again. I told you all of, all of their problems in the first segment. Quarterback, wide receiver, um, on, on defensive pass rusher. I don't know if Levanium Clowney is actually like going to be able to get to the quarterback, or if he's going to act, he's going to suffer from the clown epidemic, you know, that's going on in the world. That was supposed to be a joke. It may have been received kind of bad, but hey, this is what happens. So I'm I'm, I'm looking for Luck and them boys to go into Houston and, and take this game. And last but not leastly, or last but not leastly, we have the Jets taking on our go flying into Arizona and taking them on. And based off of that fact alone, yes, Jets should lose. But you know my heart, gonna pick the Jets to win. So if you're listening, pick Arizona. Jets should not win that game. Whether Carson Palmer plays or not. Even though Carson Palmer has a lot of Ryan Fitzpatrick in him this year. But we need to backtrack just one little bit. Just one one little bit because there's another there's another game that the odd maker is responsible for this week. And that is gonna be this Indy, this Indianapolis and Houston game. So Do I feel lucky? What do you think? Where's the money? You got till five o'clock, you hear me? You got till five o'clock! You freaking psychopath! Clean yourself up. And the odd maker picks the away team. So, for Indianapolis and Houston, the odd maker also picks Indy. So this is where me and the odd maker are so you see that me and the odd maker don't agree on anything this week. <laughs> at all. So this is gonna be an interesting week to see who comes out on top. And now that we have a little bit of time, we get to touch into a few other little bit of things. I told you if we had time we was gonna talk about this FSU and UM game. Alright, and I know that some of you are looking at it like, uh, you don't wanna relive this, you don't wanna rehear this but I I have to talk about it because I had a friend that flew in from Detroit to come watch this game. He came to watch the FSU taking on UM and he is a FSU fan. And listen, I, he would have been highly disappointed if FSU didn't come away with victory. But also with my very sensitive UM fan. I'm surprised that he didn't bury his clothes underneath the bed the same way he has done his Dolphins gear. As FSU plays Miami, and FSU is up very late in the fourth quarter. As the University of Miami comes down to make a game-winning drive, and they drive themselves all the way down into field goal range. Only to have the kick go wide left. Now, that would make it sound a lot worse. The only slightly fortunate thing about that is that the, the kick was blocked. And that's what forced it wide left. Because initially, it kind of just looked like he shanked it. I think it's the only thing that saved that loss from being as devastating as it was. It's really FSU basically wins by a field goal. In the UFC news, Bisbing holds, um, holds on to his title as he wins a five-rounder that I'm not quite sure that he was the winner of. And as I told you, man, like, like coaching has been, has been bad all over the place. We told you about, about, about the, co the coaching going wrong with baseball early with San Francisco. Well, guess what? I also did the same thing going on with the Jets. The Jets aren't coaching, isn't coaching that team right. And go back to UFC just a little bit. Ronda Rousey is going to return for UFC 207. We'll talk more on that another day on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Always remember, I do appreciate it. Thank you. Stay tuned, stay blessed, and don't ever whatsoever stress. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down, lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. 
last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where are we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. Don't forget to catch me Die, everywhere. Big. Mighty Sports. Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Mix a Law. My teeth!